0: and welcome to episode number 62 of the nerd out i'm lisa b i'm rich b we're girls we nerd out we are here to nerd out with all of you you can find us online at the nerd out on twitter we have a facebook page we are sporadically on instagram
1: sporadically
0: and you can email us info at thenerdout.com.
1: and today as promised especially because we have another special Yay. guest <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're keeping it top-notch yeah, with rad females. We're not letting t- anybody down. No. We we promise and we are delivering. Today we have special guest, Lillian Rivera. Woo! That's hey. right. Hey. And not only is she here, she's here for the entire fucking episode. Full on guest. Full blown. Not everyone can do that. Mm-mm. But not, we we not felt like not everyone is invited to do Exactly. That. Please believe that shit. <laughs> yeah. So let me let me break it down from from a little bit from her bio page. Um she is the tw- 2014 pushcart prize nominee a 2013 pen center usa emerging voices fellow and a 2013 enchanted land fellow um she's written like all kinds of shit stories (laughs) appearing everywhere articles latina magazine what have you and on top of all this shit she's a mother of two two kids hmm
2: so welcome thank you thank Yay. you thank you um yeah what the fuck i don't have time for all that shit <laughs> Tony, who is that person i know i'm like i couldn't do all of that stuff without kids so i just have a
1: cat <laughs> but also on top of that shit one thing i didn't even mention is she also does a fucking radio show mm-hmm. um shout out to radio sombra we talked to them before because i was a guest on heartbreak radio mm-hmm. hola our people's there. She does a show called Literary Soundtrack on Sombra Radio, um, and you should definitely check it out. She'll have different um, authors, poets, and they'll also bring some of their favorite tracks that maybe influence uh, their writings mm-hmm. or stuff like that. And I was able to listen to, I like to listen to people's first episode. Oh, Cause you see how i run down. And I love listening to our first episode just to see, you know, just to test. <laughs> I haven't done that love in I yes. love it. And we're, we're nervous <laughs> and we're drinking and it's hilarious. Um, but I was listening to yours and it was super cute. Cause you even said, you're like, I'm super nervous. You're like, I'm super nervous. But it was really, it was awesome. Um, I forget her name the your first guest. Yeah. It
2: was um, Meg Medina, who's a young adult author. She's, um, she's, from New York, and she she writes the, she writes young adult. But the latest one was um, Yaki Delgado wants to kick, kick your and ass, and I love that title. It's like on so that title bad. alone, I need to read that shit. It's about bullying too, and it's so <laughs> it was such a good it's a good novel. And anyway, so I was just like I I like her, I love her the author, and I was like. Can you be my my first guest? And she was down to do it. Which is awesome. <laughs> Again, pussy
1: in the face, pussy Sorry. in the face.
2: My, my,
1: my, <laughs> for those of you
0: listening at home, that would be my cat jumping up on the table that we are using as podcasting central.
1: <laughs> um But yeah, so you do. A, uh, how do you balance everything that you do?
2: I don't know. I mean, I um. I guess you know the funny thing is that I when we used to when I started knowing you and stuff and I follow you obviously on Twitter and stuff and you you'll you'll post things of like when they they sleep we grind I think that's something yeah, that you mm-hmm. say that, and that's Eric Badu. And that to me is like literally and there's no time wasting. Like yeah. it's like I'm running the army in my house. Like, it's like, okay, you know, we wake up and we got to do this and we got to do that. And I have to put in my writing time and my reading time in there. So I bring my laptop everywhere for the most part. If my kid is having practice somewhere, I'm bringing my laptop because I'm going to write or I'm going to read. If I go to lunch, most of the time, I'll take my laptop and I'll write in the park. Um, There's just no time. There's yeah. no time wasting. Like, I don't watch TV unless I watch, I'll, I'll, I'll allow myself to watch one thing, which I'll watch, like, Game of Thrones. Hell yeah. We you know? You gotta it. watch please, that. Please, <laughs> fucking I believe it. It's like, yeah. there's no other way around that, so I gotta watch <laughs> that. So I'll allow myself, like, moments of, like, when I'm gonna veg out and I'll go catch a movie or, but really, it's all about, like, everything is, like, research or, not to say that I'm not having fun, because... I'll go dancing if I have to, <laughs> yeah. right, but it's like more like i'll go to the museum like it all has to like it's all influencing what i'm going to write or what I want to write, yeah,
0: so do you have um like a set time that you write every day, or do you just catch it on the fly when you can
2: i I allow myself two hours a day, so that's at night after I put the kids to bed, so it's around it starts at eight and then I'll go to sleep around ten an hour. Yeah, when they go memes It's happy hours. <laughs> it's, like, it's like oh shit, it's on. <laughs> and it's like basically like eight o'clock. All right, the young one goes to sleep, but then the older one like lingers. And I'm just like, I'll just be typing, and she'll ask you questions, and I'm like, you see this? This is this is the universal of me typing, and the store is closed. Like it's like no one's talking. The kitchen's closed. Everything's closed. Yeah. So two hours, I you know if I'm allowed, if I can do two hours, then I'll be happy. You know, and two hours could be anything. It could just be two hours of me versus researching something or it could just be two hours of me writing whatever it is I got to write, you know. And how does your process, um, how is it different from when you write
1: your own personal stuff, like your personal stories or uh, versus your articles?
2: Yeah, um, you know, because you're on deadlines, so I have to really do that really quickly most of the time. So I don't have much time. I don't really think. Not to say I don't really think it, I, I try to <laughs> input, you know, I put my, per, the personality, because every magazine or every per- place that you, like, freelance for, is they have their own personality, their own tone, so you have to, like, invoke that, right? Um, so I just force it, like, I just make sure that I get them, because I really believe in deadlines, right? Even with yeah. your personal Even stuff? with my own, and the, I mean, the great way for me to do it, like, for example, like, I... I'm trying to get into like writing short stories now cuz I finished this really big project. Uh-huh. And so I'm just like I know there's a deadline for this literary magazine which I want to like send them a story, so now I have <clears throat> I have a deadline that means I have to produce. You know, even if I don't make it, at least I'm going to try to produce. <laughs> you know, I'm like, "All right, I'm going to let's try to do this short story." You, you know, I, there's a deadline and I already made myself accountable with another friend of mine. So we're supposed to workshop oh. it. So that, like, she's like, so she's the one who told me because she was just like, oh, let's, let's workshop. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Now I have to do it. Now I have to do it, right? I have to do something. (laughs) So is it easier?
0: Do you find writing editorial versus prose or vice versa?
2: It depends. I, sometimes I feel like it's easy because I've been doing it for so long. Like journalism stuff, like entertainment yeah, is easier for me because I've been doing it for so long. Um, But it depends on the story, right? Sometimes I could get into a story and I could just write something and it'll come out quicker. And then it'll be forever, you know, draft after draft after draft. But I have to say, like, these past two weeks, because I'm so, I'm a lot harder on myself than I am. I'm like, why am I not producing a lot of stories right now this week? Like, I'm just like, really, I just finished a big project and I need to maybe soak in culture, so can't oh, yeah. read, read need to recharge. recharge, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, still, like, I still feel like, well, I should be producing horror stories, you know, I like, like yeah. honestly, like, this doesn't work like that. Your mind needs to recharge and I need to go to a museum and I need to do things that I forget that I like to do. You yeah, know? no, definitely. Cause I was so involved in like, in, front of this computer and just working on this one thing
1: was it a, uh, a your own was it a, a journal like a
2: no it was a magazine um, or was it for it was um so i have written a young adult no, uh, novel and um i you know, and i acquired an agent for it and so he gave me notes and so the for the past four months i was reworking it again just going over his notes and his notes were good and thorough um and so it was just a process of rewriting again, you know, oh. and, uh, so then I finished it finally. Nice. So three weeks ago. So, you know, you submit that and then it was, now I'm just kind of brain dead. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> like I can't. Can you tell us anything about it or is it like. Oh no. I'm I, it's so <laughs> tough. No, it's not. It's like, it's a contemporary story about a, a girl who has to spend her summer, Working at her father's supermarket in the South Bronx. Oh yeah, because like you're from the Bronx. That's right, the boogie down Bronx. That's right. So it's <laughs> like out. to me, the summer like in New York, the summers in New York is so like I don't know. There's something electric about it. Like everyone's outside and you all hanging out, and there's free concerts and people just want to be out and there's skin showing and mm-hmm. I, it just and there's violence. Yeah, to me. I don't know, my son, like summers in New York is so, it's such, a, it's such a magical time, especially when you're young. Yeah. So I really wanted to, to, write, to write about that. And um, so I wrote that story and, and just sort of think about like just a girl who wants to be, who doesn't want to be who she is. You know, who wants to pretend maybe, you know, like when I was growing up, kids like to say, I talked like I was a white girl, you know, and I was like from the projects and why are you acting like you're white and why do you want to go to the village and you know, and stuff like that. Why are you listening to that music? And, and so there's just that kind of like balance of like trying to be that and trying to like deny who you really are. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to like deal with that and also dealing with like grocery stores in in the neighborhood and Nothing is good there. Like organic, like there's no um, organic stuff, and then also gentrifying, like yeah. you know, people moving in, and just kind of like mention those kind of things that are happening in our cities. So that's what I wrote. That's awesome. And when it's coming out, mm, who knows? <laughs> now it goes to the agent, and we'll see what happens. Supposedly, that's when he starts sending it out to oh, people. Nice. Well, I'm excited. If I want to read it.
0: I want to read it. <laughs> we can have the Nerd Out Book Club. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> read and discuss.
1: <laughs> read and discuss. <laughs> and have Becca on ask you questions. <laughs> Brilliant for questions.
2: Yeah, you can provide the reading guide. I'm all for it. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. um, so, and you you are currently the project coordinator?
2: Program coordinator project. for Penn Center USA. Who is, it's a nonprofit literary organization here. It's connected with um, Penn international and they have another uh chapter i guess it's called in new york so they only have like there's like 140 chapters all over the world and then there's only two in the US and one is here in LA and the other one is in new york and it's you know they um advocate advocate they're advocates for freedom of of right like freedom to write and um they help people who are in prison for their writings nice. and but and they also like um do literary events and have a fellowship which I was a uh two, 2013 fellowship for emerging vo- uh writers um yeah so it's pretty cool so i'm the coordinator and i have to Schedule a lot of um, author evenings, like they get to speak to an author a week.
1: Oh, wow!
2: So, I like, coordinate all that and I schedule authors to come in and speak, which is kind of cool because then I get to see them again, yeah. you know, yeah. like, <laughs> like, you it's like it's, it's like- beneficial for me. And, <laughs> um, or your
1: friends, you'd be like the people that are your friends.
2: <laughs> <all> <laughs> Who do I really want to meet? Yeah, no, it's true. I'm like, exactly. who do I lie? like? Okay, Who's good. My, my literary crush, right? <laughs> I'm like, come on, open. <laughs> so I do that, and then they have public readings and all that other kind of stuff. So it's kind of cool. And one is happening pretty soon for, for at oh, oh yeah! So yeah. this is like crazy.
1: Circle. So, I, I, for those of you, I talk about Jen Kuroki. We talk about her sometimes on the show. She listens, she's a really good friend. And that's how I met Lena because you, I was, um, Freelance art directing at Modern Luxury where
2: Jen worked, and you used to work, but I don't know if you were working there at the time. You know, we you worked there only briefly, and then I left oh, like you were there, and then I think I, I was oh, I wasn't I left, I was like,
1: oh, excuse, excuse, <laughs> L- excuse. Um, Serious. and then so, and so I know her like that, and then I, there's just always been this kind of like vibe just because you know, you're from the Bronx, we have the sa- I feel like we have the same sensibilities, and then. I see you posting this event, if you want to tell them about it. And then mm-hmm. it's at Escala, who is uh, OG Chino's place, <laughs> That's right. who is Miosito's good friend and tour man, Like, it's all mixed. Oh, it's all gold. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah. And you, know, oh you know, he's like, I don't know how fluent you are in writing Spanish, because I am shit. He is fluent in Spanish yeah. and writes in Spanish, because he's um, Korean, but raised in colombia Colombia, and has this amazing restaurant in k-town and you're having an event then yeah it's crazy how it just overlaps all over that's right
2: i mean i kind of love that that happens a lot to me here in la yeah me too yeah um yeah i came up with that idea like i was like we should do something for gabriel garcia marquez because when he died i was really devastated and and it was like he's he was a literary icon he's like Tony Morrison. You know what I mean? Yeah, like He was yeah. just, like, big. And so when he died, I was like, how could we do? We got to do something. We got to do something. And so then I pitched that idea of, of celebrating his birthday and then just coming up with some readers. And I wanted to go, like, outside of what the normal, like, you know, readers, like, authors. And obviously, we have some authors who are, who are, who are reading who are great. But I also got, like, um, Caroline Castaño- who's an artist who's Colombian oh, and her work, perfect. she has an exhibit now in San Diego and she just, it was just different, you nice. know, to have her read, yeah, you know, and um, then we have a couple of poets and uh, Antonieta Villamil, who's a, who's a Colombian poet who lives half her time, spends half her time here in LA, half her time in Colombia. Um, so, yeah. So then I was like, let's find, let's figure out a place that would be kind of cool. And we went to Escala and, I really like the spot. It's like a really cool spot, and he was so down to do it. Like he was just like, "Yeah, cool." Like, <laughs> <laughs> like so it was yeah. just like really easy. <laughs> what is it? Do I know it? I it's. Don't think
1: co- I, know it. I think I told you about it. It's um, Colombian, but like different kind of fusion, like Asian, yeah. Latino fusion, and the place um, like it's outdoor indoor setting. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. they have um. That bicycle thing, which I can never say. Cicl- oh,
2: the- Yeah, when they had
1: that, um, he had it, when they had it on the Miracle Mile section, he had it open. And they had like um, uh, habanero or mango, chili mango, like mimosas or something, and like spicy yes. fried chicken. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that kind of Where, shit. Is it located? It's in K-Town. Like oh, on this is place. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so that's awesome. Seems,
2: yeah, I'm excited about it. It's he's he's Sunday.
1: OG. Like, if you check out pictures of him, like, really, he's like he's like OG, respected in like Latino and Black gangs. Like, oh. you see pictures that he posts sometimes. Follow him Instagram. He's like totally like fucking choloed out with the Go like away. with like the feed behind hanger <laughs> like Nick like, next, like no, no dude no away. he's like he is like pressed <laughs> and like creased and
2: <laughs> stop with the hat. With I have hat. to find it because I mean when I he met is, him he was just like. You know, I went with the executive director and we were just assuming, you know, some people just pull back on it and like, oh, what? You, how much do you want to spend? You know, yeah, and this yeah. is supposed to be like a like, 10% of whatever people order that day goes to Penn, you That's know, great. so it's, like, yeah. a benefit. Awesome. But he, we were just assuming, you know, most people would be like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta rent this out, you gotta, you know, yeah, all this business, business, you like you all break it down. Like, no. He was just like, super yeah, oh. Oh. okay, cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> just like, chill. But you, don't, but you
1: don't want to cross him, though, do you know what I'm saying? No. Like, I'm giving you, like, the warnings, like, he comes from, you know what I mean? No, He totally. was, like, the manager, like, the tour manager for, like... I think the executioners or something. What he lived in New York. No, no, no. He when you go, I'm gonna try to go to the event. When you go, you have to talk. He is fat. and he's an amazing artist. That is so
2: funny. I had no idea. Yeah,
1: it's it's crazy. So <laughs> when when I saw you post, and I remember you, and I didn't get a chance to look, it, and I looked, I was like, wait, Iskra? Like Iskra? Like is that really? And I was like, I wonder if you knew him. Like I was wondering how no. it all happened because it's crazy no really i really
2: just made did a search <laughs> that's i was, I was like there colombian restaurant he's an
1: interesting story that's so funny he's a very interesting story <laughs> and i he's he's been like part of miocito like his tour manager for a while and been his friend and i've heard so much about him and we've talked on the internets and we've never met until this last year like recently a couple months ago and i went up to him and i was like I was like uh, Chino OG Chino and he was like yeah and I was like and he has like a weird accent too yeah, and I yeah, was yeah. like I was like Ritzy and he's like oh and then we started and I was like finally get to me and it's 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 crazy so
2: well the funny thing to me is that his name like his name is Chino and I'm just like I know so many Chinos Chino. <laughs> Like not here, but like my family. It's
1: always a chino, always a chino. Um, That's hilarious. Um, Okay, so let's we do we didn't do this with the last episode. We forgot. But we're gonna do start doing it now. We do flash round questions. Okay, are
2: you ready? Are you ready? So wait, what do I have to
1: do? Just answer. Just (laughs)
2: answer.
1: Just answer. That's it. Okay.
2: Okay. (laughs)
1: Okay, first one, T.I.?
0: This is our favorite one. Yeah. (laughs) What fictional character would you most like to have sex with?
2: Oh, damn. (laughs) What fictional character? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Movies, books, Books, comics, whatever. Video
2: games. Yeah, video
1: games.
2: I'm going to say this because I just recently saw it. (laughs) <laughs> I've been, I was watching Peaky Blinders. Have you guys seen that?
0: I know what it is. I have not. No, seen I don't episodes.
2: know what it. I don't know what it is. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> but but it has Tom Hardy in it. Mm. Who, by the way, who I
1: love is just hot. He, and he could be gay. It's cool if he's gay too. Is he really? I don't know. People say that, but he could be gay. Oh, it doesn't gorgeous. matter because he's well, good to look. He this pro-
2: is it supposed to be like gangsters and like, I don't know. Turn of the century. I'm not sure when. But all I know is that he he's playing this Jewish guy who's in charge of a gang and it's just I don't know what he's saying I have to put the subtitles on <laughs> and I was just like I don't care yeah. <laughs> I'll do that <laughs> I'm like whatever he does I just like oh my god he's so hot
1: even That's
2: when he was in Batman yes Bane yeah, I was yeah. like yeah. he has a mask his whole face is covered I was still like oh my god he's so, so hot. hot yeah <laughs>
1: what was that other one where he's, like, gained a bunch of weight and he was, like, super thick for it? Was it Bronson? Yes.
2: Bronson? Yes, when he was playing, the the crazy criminal guy. Yeah, and I was just like, and I was like, yes, I,
1: will, I would do that, too.
2: That's yes. when I first saw him. I was like, who is he? Oh, yeah. my God, I'm in love.
1: Mm-hmm. I like your style. <laughs> Next question. East Coast, West Coast. Now, this... Are are you just, you're from the East, yeah, because you are born and raised in the Bronx, but you live out here now, so. Yes, so I've been out here
2: for 14 years. Wow, so So it's funny because I'm like, I'll defend East Coast, right? I'm like from the Bronx, so I'll defend it, (laughs) right? Yeah. But, but then I get upset when someone from New York (laughs) says like, ah, LA's whack, and I'm like, like, how are you going to say that? (laughs) So then I get offensive about it. (laughs) Do so you like torn. You're like, it's totally, I'm totally torn about depends, it. it. Depends, depends. <laughs>
0: depends on who's doing the asking. Right? <laughs> uh, okay, we'll, get, we'll let you pass that one. <clears throat> um, what would you say your gateway drug to nerddom was?
2: Like anything you nerd out about? Yeah, like like as a
0: kid maybe?
2: I think like it had to do with literature, right? So I had, you know, I read Frankenstein, which is like my go-to. Like I go, I read it almost once a year. Oh, wow. Like, a, I've never read it. I've never read it. I've I'm never read it either, yeah. I don't know what it is about it. I think it's because the monster, in a way, is like the, he's the saddest monster ever. No. Oh. Because it's just like, he's, you know, he's created, and then his maker wants, he's gonna, wants him dead, you know, like, he's just a monster. And so, it's just like, really sad, and there's something about that. And I love that book, and I also loved the vampire book, um, Dracula, of course. hmm So those are the kind of things that I, and then Ray Bradbury, I read the short stories. So I would read all those kind of like horror like horror novels. When you were like elementary school age? Just starting because then we would get, you know, the only thing that we could do was go to the library for the most part. So my parents, you know, thank God for my mom who would walk us to the library and that's where we would sit and we would get books and I would just, I would really devour a lot of books, you know, and I read Judy Bloom and all those kind of like YA books, of course.
1: But when I really got into
2: it, like to nerd them, I felt like it was like vampires and scary monsters and that kind of stuff. And then, yeah. Nice.
1: Um, what is your biggest guilty pleasure?
2: My greatest guilty pleasure. That's some good tea. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, guilty pleasure. Uh... Is it, I don't know if it's a guilty pleasure or is it just obsessions, <laughs> but yeah. I do like to watch, I'll watch, um, uh, I'm totally blanking out, but I, I watch the warriors a lot. Like you I'll mean, watch that movie over. It. You've seen <laughs> that, right? Yeah, really? really? The, yeah, the cult film. Like, I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and then I have a weird connection. (laughs) There was a video game that came out, and then my brother, who's an actor, did voice for it. And then we have the video game. So it's just like, I can't. Can't shake
1: it. It's always part of it. (laughs) Like, it'll
2: always be. Like, I'll have to watch it all the time. How
1: many times a year do you watch it?
2: Well, I have it. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen it in a long time. I seen it forever yeah I, that's one of my movies that i'll I have to watch a lot are, like I a just thought that
0: thing. that would be a good um, I'm a big fan of group Halloween costumes that would be a good one you could have what was it like the baseball fury yeah the fury yes. yeah. Like, yeah you could just have one person from everything the really lizzie's the cool. yeah, girls yeah, yeah that would
1: be great
2: yeah. <laughs> I used to love And but the funny thing is that when you watch it now and you watch the gangs there they're so corny yeah
1: like, so <laughs> corny so back in the days you're like ooh scary yeah, yeah, scary I don't, to, I don't see those guys but That's they're like wearing like, like a disco like a disco suit yeah Look at that gang. Whoa, that, that's so scary.
0: scary. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay, do you watch The Walking Dead?
2: I watched the... Uh, I'll be honest. I watched the first season of The Walking Dead. And it got to the point where the kids were almost going to get killed. And I don't even know if they're dead now. <laughs> I don't know if they're zombie babies now. <laughs> I couldn't watch it. Was it was stressful. I, stre- I got so much anxiety from that. Yeah. And I liked, like, zombie... You know stuff I've written I've written a short story Which was pu- published In in this anthology is a YA And it was like The mother becomes The zombie And the girl It's a young It's a teenage girl And so she has to Lock her mom up oh. Like chain her up oh. In her bedroom While she You know she gotta go to school Yeah So there's like The whole
1: thing Gotta put mom in the closet
2: <laughs> Don't oh find out. Don't <laughs> tell anyone Mom's in the closet She's a zombie <laughs> <laughs> so like, so i love that kind of stuff but i couldn't do it after a while i couldn't want to keep watching walking dead okay
0: then we'll skip that yeah, one we'll go to the yeah, okay. which is who in the star wars universe do you most identify with
2: <laughs> 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 it's got to be luke because oh. he's the one that's itching to get out and i, I to me, Luke is so the the typical, like, young adult person. Like, he's itching, like, I want to go out and hang out with my friends, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, he's, and everyone's like, no, you got to do your chores. And then he's just like, nah, and then they all die. <laughs> right? It's like right. Harry Potter, and, like, where's the parents? Dead. <laughs> so it's just always that kind of, like, then, and then the quest begins. And I love stories about quests, about, like, people having to find themselves. And so... Not that I'm Luke, but I would identify yeah. myself with Luke of, like, that searching, searching, always searching for something else, you know, it's awesome. going on adventures and stuff. So, yeah, I kind of like Luke. Great yeah. answer. And the last question <laughs> of the
1: flash round, Tupac or
2: Piggy? Oh, it's got to be Piggy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, no, I mean, question. I, no question. No okay, question for you. the weird thing is, and I'd probably be, like, everyone hates me, but I don't, I'm not a big fan of Tupac's.
1: It's fine because I'm I'm the same, Boy, I'm the same, I'm like the same. His voice. And I'm from the West Coast and I'm the same. So
2: it's, it's weird. It's always biggie for me,
1: like no question. Biggie all day. It's so
2: funny, I was someone was <laughs> sent me a video today of Biggie. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's just he was meant to be mentioned today. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, yeah. All right, that was the end of the, the flash round Thanks The interview things. portion Yeah, the interview Are portion And now, let's get into it <laughs> okay. So let's talk about some events and things
0: Okay, events and things
1: T.I., a lot of shit's been going down
0: I've had a very busy couple of weeks Yeah uh, I went to Memphis
1: And why did you go to Memphis, T.I.?
0: Um, The only reason that I went there was to be a guest on the show oh. <laughs> Um, so I went and I saw friends and I was a guest on the show Enough podcast. Who yeah. are our uh, Memphis friends who do a podcast that um, focuses a lot, breaks down a lot with the Walking Dead episodes, which like, is kind of cool. Like the whole
1: episode, like they'll break it down, which is awesome because I love that show so fucking much. <laughs> yeah. But I listened to the episode of you and the fellas uh-huh. and uh, we found out that um, they only listen to our podcast because of you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's cool, it's cool, uh, it's think, cool. I think maybe I was the gateway drug? It's cool. <laughs> On the podcast before, they talked about how, like, oh, did they ever talk about The Walking Dead? And it was sort of like, well, I think that Ritzy wants to get into it. <laughs> I, I, never, I remember it that just, like, skimming the surface of everything. <laughs> so I was like, well,
1: thanks. But then you got into You watched the whole episode. You yeah, guys broke it down. the whole episode, and... broke
0: it down. It was, um, we'll include a link to it. Yeah, I really I think that it's really fun to spend a full hour just like blow by blow breaking down a TV show. Yeah, that's pretty fun. And they notice a lot of stuff
1: that I would, would never notice. Yeah, like times on the clock and like and like all this in the shit. Background. And I was like, whoa! Like this is like awesome. Symbolism and shit. And then, <laughs> but then the other dude, not not CP, but the other dude, Barrett. Barrett. He he like he really hates like the. The like when Daryl was like crying and so he's like no oh, he's crying I'm sure. And like he hates that sentimental bullshit yeah,
0: Daryl's ugly cry face yeah and he,
1: I was like but that's important like you know what I mean <laughs> he's like fuck Beth and da, 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 da. I think it's hilarious um but yeah it's a, it's a great great show you should listen if you haven't
0: yeah. <clears throat> and they're um, funny
1: and they're southern gentlemen they are
0: southern very southern charm <laughs> uh, and then I came back and I got sick
1: and I ran a 5K Wait, but you didn't know you were sick.
0: No, I knew that I had a cold, and I knew that I had this cough that I couldn't get rid of, and I ran this five k. It's the first time I ever run a five k. First time I ever ran that distance in my whole life. Wow! I've been working towards it. I've been training it for with the Couch to Five K app. Um, nice for far longer than I care to. Really <laughs> <a
1: minute. laughs> but tell the people how you did. Um, I did really good with fucking okay. So bronchitis. I've done or that the two it days been...
0: later, that I have pneumatic bronchitis. So I nonetheless crazy. ran it. And also, P.S., if I had known that this shit went from Chinatown up to Dodger Stadium and that,
2: <laughs> I, I never would have chosen Oh, my <laughs> God. I know exactly where that is. That's crazy time. Yeah.
0: So it was, like, I was like, whoa. And So I had to stop and walk, like, you know, kind of halfway up hills. So I had to, like, walk this again. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I think, like, this is what an asthma attack feels like. Oh and, um, but I did it. And not only did I do it, but before I did it. I said, I want to run it in. My goal, if I wasn't sick, would be to run it in 36 minutes. And by the end, I ran it in 34 minutes and Please 11 seconds. Believe nice. Please believe it.
1: Please nice. believe it. Congratulations. So if I have
0: not been sick. And oh, you would have killed it. I, think, I feel like I would have
1: made it my bitch. Oh, yeah, totally.
0: So, next time.
1: So, 5K, you're my bitch. <laughs> so, what's the next one? Do you have the running bug now?
0: No. I enjoy running. Like, I love when I'm done running so much. Mm-hmm. That's really what keeps me going. Um, and my doctor said no running for two weeks. Wow. So, oops. So, I was going to do one uh, at the end of the month because I want to break 30 minutes. And I was like, okay, that gives me a month to train for it. Like, that, maybe that can be done. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that I'm going to be able to swing that two one. Two weeks. Because then in June... I have my 10K obstacle course
2: mud run situation. She's crazy. I saw she showed it me starts, last episode. It starts like that. It starts like that. And then all of a sudden you're doing the but marathon. No, I don't think that's ever going to happen for me. You Never say never. Look, my father, who ran, he's run many, many marathons, but he didn't start. He started off late in his life. And then how he started off? Basically, because we were in New York, he would run inside the house in the projects. (laughs) Really? And we would have to, like, time our, to go to the bathroom, time it, because he was going to be, it was upstairs and downstairs, so he would be, like, running, 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 and we couldn't, like, mess him up, so this is the way (laughs) he gained momentum, so then he would have the courage to go outside, to start running outside. Wow. Wow. And he still, he still runs. That's dedication.
0: I mean, my problem with um, half marathons and marathons, is just the sheer amount of time. Like, I have things I would rather do. Eat ice cream.
1: Yeah. Take <laughs> but. Shower. Like, you know, South Dakota, this. A guy we used to work with, who I love, Brian. Uh, it's Brian Gale. I call him South Cody because he's from South Cody. Um, him and his wife—they were my running parents when we worked at uh, that. I met T.I. through House of Blues, and um, they're like, "Oh yeah, you're gonna love it. You're gonna do a five k, and then you're gonna do a ten k, and then you do marathons, right?" And I'm like, "This is fucking bullshit." They had me giving that goose stuff, and I was training, and then I did the five k, and I beat time. Like, I, it was awesome. And then I was like, I'm cool. Never had, a, never wanted to run again. I was yep. like, I didn't get the itchy mug. Like, I'm cool. Yeah, I
0: don't really have it either. It's just, I like that it's a very efficient workout. Right. You can do it anywhere. You put on your shoes and your shoes sports bra, and you're good to go.
2: That's true.
0: So, a good
2: sports bra. A good
1: sports under, bra. Under, <laughs> under, yo, underwire. <laughs> I'm
0: like Iron Maiden.
1: They need to that be that like, like, Maybe, like, almost, like, like lesbian, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, duct tape down. Yeah, that type of shit. Yeah.
0: Um, So, yeah, we'll see. You know, I have a couple months to train now for my 10K and to work on my upper body strength so I can go over obstacles. I'm also actively recruiting for a guy to do it with me. So, that way, I have someone to help me over the
1: obstacle. Oh, you're smart. Come on, Gia. (laughs) You're smart. (laughs) score,
0: score. (laughs) So, I'm like, all right. I just find some big strapping guy and be like, hey, will you help me? Although, I've heard it's a very friendly race and people will help you. And if you have to run around an obstacle or something. That's fine. (laughs) bitch yeah, really that. <laughs> that's
1: not gonna happen though yeah, no, that's not gonna, that's not gonna, gonna go down no <laughs> and if it does happen don't fucking tell us about it yeah, like, oh keep no. it to yourself oh, yeah. like i so, oh, totally like yeah, climbed totally. that fucking wall Killed it all.
0: <laughs> uh, and then you also had a big couple weeks
1: yeah um probably like one of the hardest thing i ever had to do hardest things i've ever had to do in my life i had to move Moving sucks in general. We all know this shit.
0: And you've done it like three times since we started the podcast. Yeah. Wow.
1: Which was terrible. That was Literally bad in itself. three times. No, s- yeah.
0: Since we started the yeah.
1: podcast. And then this is like, I had to move by myself. Mio. Sito was out of the country. So by myself with my toddler, with the supernatural no. bear. I had to pack everything up, organize everything, move, do all the shit. and Everything that could go wrong went wrong. And I have never I was like almost dead at the end and I was just like, This fucking sucks. I don't ever
2: Moving yeah. is like what is it? The highest stressful Yeah, it's thing one of the most do. stressful but things yeah, in your life. Death.
0: And moving, death and divorce. I think they're like the <laughs> Oh
2: yeah. yeah and
1: moving with the toddler is a whole nother experience that you just
2: Yeah, I can't imagine.
1: I just like if it like if it wasn't for the Gs and his Uncle Bud and Thea Lupe, like watching in one or two days so I can get some shit done yeah. I would have never made it I would, in the on movie day there's no way so but we're in slowly unpacking and um Lisa just sprayed the pussy and um yeah moves done hopefully I don't have to move from the, like forever but forever. we'll see I'm sure I'll have to move in a year or two I can't wait <laughs> to see it oh yeah yeah so yeah Monica have, have you guys over?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh. Let's get into the movies, okay, shall we? One,
0: I have one movie observation <laughs> that has been brought to my attention. Fifty Shades of Grey came out.
1: Yeah, it, I didn't see. I read the books. Oh, Yeah,
0: we read the books. Don't judge us. I yeah, couldn't I, do it. I couldn't do it. I, I tried. I only got like <laughs> 20 pages into the third one before I was like, what am I doing? I'm not even enjoying. I am hate reading movies. Like, Wait, am I didn't I even this? know
1: that
2: there was like a sequel to <laughs> It's just, okay, like
1: no. just like Twilight. Just like Twilight. Yeah. Right. And the only reason why I read it was because Dalen, who was my Twilight pusher, pushed me onto... I think she sent it to me. She always, like, sends me the drug, right? And then I was like, I'm not reading this fucking shit, right? And then I'm like, fuck, fuck. Looking for the book. Where's the second book? Where's the third book? (laughs) But it was kind of the same way. Like, it wasn't as good as Twilight. I can't believe I'm saying that. Um, But... Like Twilight was different, yeah, but, yeah, but
0: was not like as good as, 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 as Twilight. You know, that that tells tells
1: you that's <laughs> but then I but I, I wanted to know more, like I, and I was just like and then when they're like, Oh, they're gonna make the movie, I was like,
2: No, I'm not I started reading that and all I could think about is like someone give me a red pen because I'm gonna line edit this whole thing right now. <laughs> I, was so like, like, I was like yeah. yes. Take this out, take this out. <laughs> yeah. It's driving me crazy. So yeah, the, the movie weapon. came out. The
0: movie did really well. Did it? I didn't yeah. even look at the numbers. Ninety-three million opening weekend.
1: Mm.
0: Um, but the one thing that like kept happening. First of all, I'm so tired of looking at the two stars. I'm done.
1: I feel like I've seen them a grip, and I didn't see the movie. <coughs> they just. I didn't want to see the movie because they disappointed me.
0: Well, I find <laughs> I don't want to them be beyond boring. She's she- very pretty. Yeah. In kind of like a plain kind of girl next door sort of way. Mm-hmm. But,
1: but in, in the trailer, she doesn't look good. She's just seen, like you watch interviews with her. I hate and her like, face.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, I'm just hating her face
2: so <laughs> Did you much. see the video clip of her and her mom? At the
0: Oscars? Yes. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. so funny. <laughs> I was only half watching it, but I was like, what is happening? First of all, her mother, Melanie Griffith, for those of you who don't know, daughter of Melanie Griffith and Don Johnson, her mother has morphed into Jane Fonda.
1: What happened to her oh, so face? Oh, she's so Jane weird. Fonda. I saw that picture and I thought it was Jane Fonda. <laughs> yes. yes. It's true. It's I saw so it and weird. I was like, oh my God, it's Jane it's Fonda. Too it's too much. It's too much. So
2: sad. So,
0: yeah. And she's, she. I just find her so bland. Anyway, the, the person who I am, oddly enough, going to reserve even more of my dislike for is Jamie Dornan, the male lead. Who had like just like so many missteps while he was doing the press for it, and also he's the bad guy in the fall, and he's I so terrible know. in that that you just want to hunt him down and choke him out. So I'm sure that that's kind <laughs> of like you're already there. <laughs> like, you. yeah, I'm already there. Um, but I'm like, I'm like, I have come to the conclusion that he must be the worst lay ever because first of all, he like gave this interview where he was talking about going to like some like bondage club, like some sex club. And he was like, Yeah, I went. He's like, I just thought it was really weird and then I went home and I felt like I had to do an extra good job of like taking a shower before I touched my wife and child. And I'm like, Oh, really? Come on.
2: Why couldn't he just make that shit up
0: and say it? Yeah. I'm like, okay. Shut up. And then he also, like, oh, apparently he there was like a moment where it's like, is he not gonna be in the next one? Because apparently his wife had a meltdown because <laughs> she oh, didn't want him on. in it and they asked her about it and he was like, no, I just told her that she doesn't need to see it and I was like, who are these people yes, and they're boring sex lives? Exactly. Come <laughs> <It's> on. <that. laughs> if I was married to somebody that was like a hot piece of ass like him, I'd be like, you can fuck anyone you want on screen and I will be right there with exactly. my daughter how, how I don't and, even want
1: to see it. But they're lame.
0: It's a job and research for your job is being like, it's like, oh, I went to like a gay club and like I wanted to go home and take a shower because it was so gross. Like,
2: I wanted to Stop play. it. Yeah. That's just like, not oh a turn your life
0: is so hard. You had to go watch people have sex, and then you felt dirty. That's Little the weird Judy. thing is,
2: like, no one told him that he has to play the part. Like, where are his people? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you can just play the part. Just say that you were exactly. attracted It'll sell more tickets. Yeah, whatever. It like, yeah, it was interesting.
0: It was fun. It was whatever. Don't be like, yeah. I had to go to a sex club for research for my job, and I found it <laughs> frankly really unsettling. Like, go take your glass of milk and go like yeah, hang lei. out. Boring. Lei. So We're I've worst. come to the conclusion he is surely the, the worst lay in the world. Probably. Yeah. So.
1: Let's go into TV. Mm-hmm. Let's do
0: it. I haven't been watching much, although I did finally start watching Luther, Oh, so good. It's what did you
2: think? I, look, okay. I watched that first episode and I was not into it. Oh, really? I was just like, what is going on? Why am I not into this? And I love him.
1: I was pretty hooked. Maybe maybe try another episode, the second maybe, episode. Maybe right? i have to try I think I needed two to get in. Like, I love watching him and then it took two. What I don't understand is when I finished that the first a season, I was like, okay, it's done. And then they're like, he's coming back. I'm up. To do what? Like what's what's happening? So I haven't seen the other season, but Yes, I just finished the first season. Mm. did you like it? I
0: did. I thought it was really good. And he's awesome when he's, he's, when he's awesome. regular
1: when it's full blown accent. Yeah. <gasps> yeah
0: pretty awesome. Um, but also The Walking Dead, obviously. Been watching that.
1: Yes. So we don't we're not gonna break it down like showing up. We got show yeah. up to do that shit. But just real quick, um they're in the new place. Yeah. What's it called? Alexandria? Ale-
0: Alexand- I like, I've been calling it Alexandria Village.
1: <laughs> Alexandria Village. Um, so they're in this new place. They took a shower for the first time. And what is, what is the time frame? Like in a year? I don't know. They've been now be longer. Yeah, longer.
0: A couple years maybe.
1: And so what I like about it is how everyone's freaking the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And Dar- I feel like Daryl, he, he took forever. Did he finally take a shower at the end of the episode? I don't think he did. I don't think he took a shower. <laughs> And um, I feel like he's afraid, like, oh, shit, this is, like, back old-school, pre apocalypse. So now my place is going to be white trash again. Mm. And I think that's also his, like, hesitation of not, you know, saying, like, yeah, we're staying here in this new, Uh you know, nice, safe place. Mm -hmm. Even though he he thinks that we need it and that, you know, the the kids need it. But I feel like he's hesitant because he's, like... Especially when Rick was like, oh, I'm going to be the cop again, and he puts on the cop outfit, and he's just like, really? <laughs> like, he's like, what? And he's like, oh, where am I going to go with my bow and arrow? Like, what am I going to do? And, and my possum. And <laughs> my possum. You know what I mean? I think he's, I think he's really, like, afraid that he's going to go back to – because in this apocalypse, he's a superhero,
2: He's well, the he's man. He's, he's a man, of right? He's feral. You know? He is
0: very, yeah. He's not really. He was not really civilized before mm-hmm. it went down.
1: So he worked. He and he's worked kind well. Of sensitive,
0: and yeah. so he doesn't really fit into like, okay, let's go back. It's like Woodbury. It's like, yeah. leave it to Beaver.
1: Yeah, and he's like, he's oh, like, no, no.
2: So he didn't take a shower.
1: He hasn't taken no. a shower yet. Like everyone else took showers, they like took long it's showers. Like, I
2: refuse to take a yeah. shower. Rick shaved
1: his beard, got Whoa. a haircut. Style like everyone. You know what I mean? Like it's. They went from like this girl, the grimy, Disgusting. yeah, like world to like this. I mean I was like, whoa, look at the tiles in that house. Like and I know like, like it's nice? like it's designed well. Like it's really nice, like fixtures. Yeah. You know
0: what I mean? It's like it's a, a, a restoration plan- hardware model, huh? Yeah.
1: It's like a plant community and they have like, you know, uh, solar panels and growing shit and like yeah. it's all like, like nothing ever happened. So anyways. I'm part, excited for Sunday. The
0: part that I did love about it is Carol is one of my favorite characters. <gasps> oh, she is... She,
1: Carol is... She's, like,
0: Machiavellian. Like, she's, she's just on fan. another level.
1: <laughs> she is fantastic. So I'm sitting
0: there watching when she's having her video interview. And the video interview, it's like, I get it. It's, like, kind of an interesting narrative trick, but it's really kind of dumb. Yeah. And um, Carol was talking about how, like, oh, you know, before these, before this apocalypse... I just liked baking cookies and taking care of my husband. You're like like eat her. she is genius. She's like oh, I remember her. playing. Okay.
1: She's like playing the like. Yeah. She, because like, if she goes down, down the dead mom, yeah, like and she, she doesn't want people to know that she fucking can blow shit up and and she doesn't want people to know that she's a badass, right? But my it started all the way with, back in the beginning of the episode when she's putting her gun and she's all. She's like, oh! Like, she's trying to act like she didn't really know how to use it. She was just wearing it for show. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, she's genius right now. She's killing it right now. And then
0: now. she shows up, like, in the cardigan and the pearls, all like Mr. Rogers' <laughs> neighborhood. Part, yeah, And Carol's like, you look ridiculous. <laughs> she's like, yeah. gonna go to the junior league. And I'm That's like, I don't know what Carol's
1: doing, but I love it. She's, <laughs> she, You know what she's doing? She's infiltrating, because people are gonna tell her shit. Yeah. Because she looks so innocent, and she's like the... False survivor
0: shit. Yeah. And yeah. And that's the thing that I like. I think that's probably why I like her characters. Like, if you look at the group of people, there's like a couple of real big strapping guys. There's some like hard, scrappy looking men and women. And then there's like middle-aged, gray-haired Carol.
1: Yeah. Who you would like totally... Who you would never think would be no. like the sort of... That Secret. fucking saved all those motherfuckers. Yeah, blowing shit up and yeah. like scoping out the place at the other place where they were gonna get yeah. eaten alive. It was pretty badass. Like you're like, oh, you're, you're the best. Yeah. Um. So yeah, excited. How many episodes do we have left?
0: Four, I think. I know. Stressful. Um. um and speaking of four, there. Do you watch The Voice?
2: Oh no. I'm- <laughs> Yeah. Do You know why it is? You, it's Adam Levine. You actually Levine's. do
0: interesting like work. And create. <laughs> no, it's like Adam Levine. I was
2: watching. I was. I was watching American Horror Story just to see oh, the right. repeat again, and then he was get. He gets killed. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know he was in there. Oh yeah. He I don't want to like. Worry. Yeah, and I was just like, "Oh, good." I'm like, yeah. "Good, kill him."
1: He he is annoying. He's There's annoying. something kind of douchey about
0: him, but I also find him way more likable since seeing him on the. Voice. No, that's true. that's true. I would no, swerve yeah, and hit him. Yeah. Beforehand.
1: No, that's true. That is true. He mm-hmm. is. There's. He has moments where you're like, oh, okay. He's not that bad. Um,
0: Have you been watching the blind auditions?
1: That's you and I, we. Come on. I that's all we do. I don't watch anything else. Yeah. Watch the blind I'll audition, the next audition next and the round. and I do the battles. Yeah.
0: But <laughs> as soon as it comes time for them like, to do like. Big numbers. And like, I could vote, whatever. Don't give, give
1: up. Like, no. yeah. I don't even know who wins. <laughs> no, just, all these years, I don't know who wins. I just think Blake wins every year. Because we love Blake. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think he I was going to
2: say, how is Christina Aguilera? Who, by the way, I just watched. I remember when I was at Latina Magazine and she just started and she came into the office and I literally walked past her because I was like, who's that little girl? <laughs> like, she was tiny and just like, who's that? And then all of a sudden, you hear her voice and it was really powerful and she had like a huge voice but now she's like a totally different thing yeah, yeah. it's just Eva, and yeah. she, she her she her
1: makeup people it's drag queen time oh my god all the over, time over the time a little
2: better this season a little
1: better but these past these two episodes or whatever three episodes are in now Still drag queens. The
2: funny thing is, I saw her. Do, the, I saw a clip of her on Jimmy Fallon when she was like imitating Britney Spears. Oh yes. And I just thought when I saw That's her because I really good. which was awesome. Like I just I haven't seen her in such a long time, and I was like, oh my god, Christina Aguilera. She's looking more and more like a Latina. She like, is. I was like, That's she's true. like with the blonde hair, like the platinum blonde, like something about her, like she looks fuller too, and she
1: she's a little puffier. This yeah, year. before she was like way too. Like, yes. you know what I'm saying? We're like, come on, Christina, you got the but money. Come on. The come on, get it together. Um, <laughs>
2: but now she looks, I was like, okay, It's like we'll another more. different
1: type of puffy, mm. uh, fuller puffy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and Pharrell, I, I didn't really like him, and now I like him because of the voice.
0: Yeah, I didn't um, feel one way or the other about him, but watching him on the voice, I'm all, that is a nice man.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, I, I like him. Yeah, he's great. And watching it, I was like, oh, he's great. Like, I didn't hate him before. Like, yeah. I liked his music and all yeah. this stuff like that, but. You know, he just seemed kind of, I don't know what he was into back in the days, like who he's associating with. I was just like, I don't know. And then now on The boys, I'm like, wow. He's like, seems spiritual no. and mm-hmm. connected and really about the creative process okay. and people like Awful. blurring uh, boundaries and mm-hmm. lines. And I was like, okay, that's My good.
0: favorite was, I think it was the very first episode. There was a girl who was part of like an acapella singing group and she had done happy in her, like, acapella solo, whatever, at school. And so she sang a song. Nobody turned around for her. And when they turned around, um, like, she was kind of, like, a like, little sniffly and, like, scared. And, like, this little blonde girl up on, up on stage, like, <laughs> And um, she mentioned that she had done happy for her thing. And he was like, all right, like, let's try that. Let's try that out. And, and like, did gets up and just, like, right with her and is, like, doing it with her. And it was, like, it was so sweet. I was, uh-huh. like, single tear. <laughs> yeah. Total, total single tear time. <laughs> I was, like, I love
1: him. He's great. Yeah. Um, but I want to talk, I don't know if you got to, uh, had a chance to watch for anyone fresh off the boat.
2: I have not. I want to.
1: It's really, really good good? and I wanted to have a link to an article that my friend wrote in the Huffington Post about it and just how important it is and even though I am not Asian, I am a person of color Mm -hmm. and, you know, first generation, um, you know, American and there's a lot of things that you can relate to and what I love is the pilot episode the first song is uh, MC Breed, like all the the the, the songs that they got clearance for. That's that they, pretty amazing. They he had Mob Deep, Biggie, right, like right. everybody in there, like Snoop, like everybody, like it's nineties, like mm-hmm. hip hop, and how important it is to him and how he felt like out of place because he was so into it. That was me. Do you know what I'm saying? Right, right, and right. and my friend wrote wrote this article and he's like, you know, the people he's talking. About, that's like my what do you call it? The, my rap, mount, um, rap, Mount rapmore. like those are my people. And I was like, oh my God, like it's such a significant, it's so important because of, you know, the, having Asian Americans on TV in a positive light, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. but also hip hop. Yeah. It's yeah, so yeah. important. I mean, like you have, I really want you to watch because I really yeah, want to yeah, find yeah. out what you think about it, but it's hilarious and it's great. And Eddie. I always fuck up his name. I like him as a person. I've listened to his podcast. He's, I think he's smarter than I think people make, you know, people think of him, because mm-hmm. um, he's always talking about like you know, uh, color and stuff like that. And um, he narrates the stuff. Yeah, he does? Yeah, okay. so that's great. And I know I've been reading articles where he's kind of, kind of upset on how the writers were you know, interpreting
2: his, his book. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was upset with the publicity that went on that was like being pushed out from ABC. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. They just, but it's always the case. Like people just don't get it and they just like, Oh, let's do this and see, you know, Oh, this is funny. And it's totally offensive. (laughs) And you're just like, who's writing this stuff? Like you're just (laughs) screaming like, really? Why do you have to do that? Like, there's no need. You don't have to be so pandering. Like, you know? Yeah.
1: But it's, it's, it's a really good show. I definitely recommend. Um, and uh, Danny Brown does the intro music. He's like, you know. Wow. And, but just 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 for the soundtrack alone of every episode is amazing. Okay. okay. You know?
2: That's cool. But, yeah. I definitely have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, it's really,
1: really good. I recommend.
2: Um, I forget what day it comes out on. I mean, the sad thing is like how, how long has it been since they had like an... Asian, yeah. What was the last one? Margaret Show. I mean, and that's that, that so it, many years yeah. ago, <laughs> and it was
0: her and yeah. like white people. Yes, <laughs> that's right. It was. It wasn't like they've. No, I don't think they've ever. There's ever been a full Asian cast on something, no. and
1: everyone's really great that's and so talented, amazing. and it's. I don't know. It's 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 a game changer. I think, and mm-hmm. and I think it seems like they're pushing it. They're really pushing yeah. it. And you see the billboards everywhere and stuff. So I think you know. Anyways, the music on there, are fucking alone, dude. And his shirts, like Biggie shirt, like Biggie <laughs> shirts, and like all this shit. It's amazing. Oh my God. So definitely. Um, real quick, American Crime starts tomorrow. American Crime. That is the one that's uh, oh, done the by the dude that the dude that did um, directed Twelve Years of Slave. Oh, uh huh. Mm-hmm. And uh Timothy Hutton's in it, and my girl, um, which of course I can't remember her name right now from Two Two Seven.
2: Oh, um
1: say 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 say
2: yes. <laughs> I always blank out on her I believe you said it's Two Two Seven. Like she's done all these other movies. or something. Yeah. And It's the one that I could think of, but I don't know her
1: name. <laughs> she's fantastic. French- <laughs> well, anyway, she's in it. Um, and it's only 11 episodes.
0: Okay. So they're trying to do 11, well, like
1: HBO on ABC. Okay. And it premieres tomorrow. So okay. we'll see. It's a lot of people writing shit about it. Um, it's, it deals with race. Um, so it's they say it's kind of like a la Crash. Like different storylines with one, one right, um, right,
2: right, event. Right. It's so funny because I thought the slap was going to be about that. And, and it's just him. about a slap, and it's stupid. It's just stupid. I don't,
1: that doesn't because he was a, yeah. But right when on. I saw the promo, I was like, really? That's crazy. I know. I was all did he do something to deserve it? He Probably. Just, he just kicked. He just kicked the guy. He's like, why are you being a brat? And he kicked him, and the guy said, Psh. like, really? That's oh, they're going to court
2: for that. And that's and that's the season <laughs> like someone fucking green like that. That's crazy.
1: Sometimes, man. Sometimes. <laughs> um, okay, so anything else? Well,
0: books. Oh, see. see, see. I thought, books. especially since you're a writer, we yes. could do a quick round
1: on what everyone is reading right yeah, now. Yeah, let's oh, do that. That's okay. great. Yeah.
0: So um, I'm reading a book called Red Rising by Pierce Brown. The Entertainment Weekly, like, loved, loved, loved. It's a YA book, mm-hmm. sort of like dystopian, whatever, right up my alley. Very kind of divergent Hunger Gamesy, mm-hmm. And I was like, great. And they were like, oh, one of the best books of the year. And when like, it came out, they gave it an A and they did a huge interview with the writer. And, all, and the new sequel just came out and they're loving that to death. And I got it and I was like, nope. <laughs> but unfortunately, now I'm like half into it. And so I'm like, see well, now I'm through. Now you're like committed. Yeah. So uh, that's what I'm reading
2: Red Rising. Red Rising.
1: Um, I was reading the Nerdist way, Chris Hardwick, who we love. I wasn't reading; I was trying to do audiobook for the first time, and I've tried several times. And I don't like hearing people read it. But when I listened to a sample, he was like, "It sounded like he was talking." So mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, I'll try it." I couldn't. I need to read it. <laughs> like, I need to read something. I can't listen to. I don't know. So I stopped. Okay. So that's where I'm at right now, kids.
2: I um I just finished reading. I'm. I just finished reading this amazing um, author. Her name is Christine Valdez Quaid, and her book is coming out, I think, in a couple of months. And it's a collection of short stories, and it's called "Night at the Fiestas." And it's sort of she. It's a collection. It revolves around New Mexico, but it's got to be the strongest like short story collection I've I've read in a long wow. time. It's so good. It's so good. Like every story, <laughs> you're just like oh, I want to throw this book across the room. Like that kind of good, you know? Mm -hmm. So she's amazing. And I'm going to get to speak to her. So she'll be a guest in literary soundtrack in a couple of months. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I want to, I
1: want to check that out. I'll definitely get that information. Especially
2: short stories. You don't have to like commit that much. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. but her Mm -hmm. short story, like, Surprisingly, you feel like one or two, like two or three of them they're gonna suck or something. But every single one was I like know, I always feel that
0: way about short story collections. Yeah, no, there's gonna be something
1: in here
2: that I'm not wild. About. <laughs> no, and then to me it was like I was surprised. Like every single one, I was like, okay, this is good. Like it was good. Like damn, that's kind of awesome. I
1: would want to check that out for sure. Yeah. All right, kids. Anything else for this episode?
0: Um. Yeah, William. Do you want? To- just say yeah. like websites or how people can find you on Twitter. Oh and all yeah,
2: that stuff? yeah. I'm always uh, mostly on Twitter at Lilliam R. That's L-I-L-L-I-A-M R, and that's where I usually hide. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll just like I pretty much have my tweet deck like up all the time. That's mostly what, where I get my news, and that's where I communicate, and that's where I follow people, like my you know people that I love, and you know. So yeah, Lilium R. That's where I'm at. <laughs> Yay!
1: Well, thank you so much for thank coming you. over, and you're awesome. And I knew that you'd be great for the whole episode. Like, like T.I. said, we don't not anyone. Mm-mm. We don't just let any <laughs> motherfucker. That's not a blanket invitation. No,
0: no, we have only had people on.
1: Bye. Yeah. Well we had, uh, yeah. Damn. So you're a short list, mm-hmm. exclusive, exclusively i in the club. So, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah <I keep. laughs> Thank you guys for having me on there. That was awesome. All right. Peace out, nerds. Bye.
1: Yay. Yay. Have fun.